Hello everyone and welcome to the Sario Dev Show, Engineering IRL, where we go through engineering mindsets and learn how to apply them to real life. Today's revision is going to be IT versus OT. Now this topic is relatively a relatively new topic. It covers um, a space in engineering that has existed for quite some time but not necessarily from the beginning and is a natural progression um, given the uh, the divergence of the um, IT and OT landscape. Um, to, to kick off this topic, I'll need to start off with uh, talking about the IT side, which is everything you'll know. So, in a um, we'll, we'll stick with the control system field here, but this will apply for all systems um, and particularly uh, industry industrial systems, utilities, and things like this, uh, because these control systems are the things that provide you utilities right now. So if you think about big water companies, power, power energy, um, all those kind of things, um, big telco networks, like all of those industries that provide infrastructure for you right now, you sitting here listening to this right now, these are the types of areas where uh, these systems exist okay and these systems are made up of components now typically these components are IT type components we're talking uh, systems and networks uh, so this includes servers computers um, networking devices you know switches routers you name it they all exist in the system um, usually tied into a uh, PLC type system at the bottom. PLC is a pro programmable logic controller. So all of those big utilities, at the end of the day, underneath it has a thing called uh, some sort of control, some sort of control system underneath. And what this does is it allows a operator of a, we'll go with um, a power station, to monitor and control the entire power station from a central location. You can imagine in the earlier days, a lot of these tasks were manual to open a valve, to release pressure, or to start a pump to get water from, from, from a lake or something like that needed to be manually done or can, and, and they still can be manually done, okay? But what we do is, for all of the things in the field, and these things can be like thousands of signals from the field to get feedback from and control afterwards. These are pumps, valves, motors, all sorts of stuff, heaps of sensors, temperature sensors, gauges, levels. They all feed in um, and uh, get controlled by these PLCs. Okay, and then all of that data comes up through some form of system, control system, to an operator who's sitting there with computer screens nowadays. Okay, you might see this, if you look at a uh, um, power plant control room in Google and go straight to images, you'll see like, like 
so many monitors. Those are big control systems. Now, typically when we refer to um, the system components, we're talking about IT. Okay, IT component, routers, network suite. Like, what does that sound like? Sounds like IT components, same stuff. So you'd refer to networks, um, IT systems in the context of a control system. So what's the problem with that? Why, what, what's OT? Well, OT is operational technology and it refers to those IT systems within the plant. Okay, they control a process. Now you might say, well, why do we need this classification? It's just a fancy word on top of a word. Um, not necessarily, not necessarily. There's actually differences between IT and OT. And they all lie within the purpose, the intention. Okay, so let's get some definitions out of the way. Okay, in an IT system, in an IT world, the goal there, in general, okay, the goal there is to protect the data. The data is the most important thing, okay? Businesses work on it, they might have, you know, analytic systems going, it doesn't matter. The data is the most important asset. That is what is being prote protected. If the system has to go down for a little, that's fine, as long as they didn't lose a second of data. Cool, understood. In an OT world, what's most important is the process, okay? The process that is being run by the system. So in the case of the power station, you know, the, basically the turbine and the generator, they are running, that is a process. We can't stop the show, okay? We can't stop the show. The process is what's more important. We would rather lose data than stop the process, okay? That is how much more important the process is than the data. And it's not even about the process versus the data. It's literally that the process is the thing that we protect, that we, that we favor. And the reason is, is because stopping a power station, for example, could lead to blackouts plus financial issues plus fines from you know government or whoever your uh, however it works in your countries but there is a massive financial loss and then also there's impact on um, the greater grid of people or people in an area could be blacked out for a while um, there's an impact bigger impact so this is why the process is what's protected so that's one cool here's a here's a quick example okay in the IT world, when you call an uh, IT support or whatever, one of the first things they ask you to do, regardless of the problem that you're having, regardless of your skill set, who you are, what your name is, um, what your parents told you, they say, have you tried switching it off and on again? Okay, and that's not a bad thing. I tell a lot of people that as well, just to like, it's not just to hold people at bay to try that first, but it honestly is a, a step to try pretty quickly this is the if you go back to episode two the problem solving one that's like step three check your bases your basics let's get a fresh restart and know where we're at 
and it just it does solve so many things. Now in a control system world, okay, in a power station, that ain't happening. We're not restarting a system for nothing. Okay, and that makes the troubleshooting so much more difficult in the um, OT world, in industry, because the processes have to go. The show must go on. And so you have to problem solve around that fact and be super careful, super careful. Um, so that's one key difference. What their, uh, their, their most important part to protect is. Um, the other thing that's different is the attack surface. Okay. So in an IT world, you have hyper-connected clients, lots of numbers. It scales, obviously, but there is a larger scale of components in the system. Okay, larger scale of components in the system. Everything's auto-assigned. You know, when you connect your laptop to a new network, you never set your own IP address. That is actually set by uh, DHCP, and an IP address is given to you as soon as you join the network. In an OT world, that doesn't exist. Everything is manually set, designed, and specific. The scale is much smaller. There are no number of clients, no number of connections. It's a much smaller scale, no number of servers. And clients that join don't just join sporadically, they join for a reason. And IP addresses are assigned specifically. Okay? If IP addresses and things like that is not clicking to you, you don't understand what I'm saying, we'll do an episode later on networking. I might use the wizard example to get through that one. <laughs> um, but that'll be an episode in the future. Like usual, let us let me know if there's if, if there's a specific topic you want covered. We'll do an episode on it for sure. So so bringing it back to um, to the um, OT the OT world, it's everything's a known commodity. Everything's known. Small network, it's known. The scale is different, completely different to an IT system. And the amount of times it changes is different. Now, if we were saying that the only different, like we, the equipment we use is the same, but the goals are different, why does it deserve a different category, a classification? Well, I'll tell you why. Very simply is in, in this day and age now, Cybersecurity has become a much, 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 much larger topic. Okay, much. It's not that cybersecurity hasn't existed, but it's a big topic right now, and there are uh, three driving factors, three main driving factors of that. The first driving factor for uh, cyber, the increase in cybersecurity is regulations. So a lot more countries are are creating regulations that make it mandatory to implement higher levels of cybersecurity. That's one. Two, the attack frequency has increased. And this is a fact. The attack frequency has increased. More and more um, malicious code and things like that are targeting um, power stations and utilities. But at the same time, it's just become, um, it's become, basically, Basically, there's a lot of um, 
if you look at all the reports for all the cyber attacks recently, that number of reports has increased. Okay, and and that's because you know through the internet, through people upskilling, like it's very quick to write things that will act by themselves. In the past, you know, a hacker had to target something and and actually go and try and hack it. Nowadays, hackers write sophisticated scripts that try to bypass lower levels of vulnerabilities, and they auto hack depending on what they find. Like they're intelligently hacking now. Okay, so attacks have increased. That's a fact. And the other thing is um, digitalization. Okay, so that's a big topic in industry in the world, IoT, and all those kinds of topics. And the reason is, as we become more digital, the world becomes more hyperconnected. Simple as that. So those are the three driving factors for um, the increase in awareness around cybersecurity, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. You have to understand that when the internet was first created and connectivity was created, it was for the purpose of function, and everyone used it for the function of the communication. Also, maybe there's a joke here and there, but at some point it was like, whoa, well, they connect a lot of stuff here. We can attack here. There's vulnerabilities here. We can exploit and do damage. Okay, we can create an explosion, and it's happened, and it's real. Cool. So IT and OT are converging, and um, now all of a sudden you do need the separation in the classification, because when you talk about the topic of cybersecurity, the techniques used in the IT world are not applicable to the OT world. So there needs to be a classification made, so that we can actually attack the problem of cybersecurity in industrial systems. Industrial systems are updated less frequently because the system can't stop as often to do updates. Can you imagine running, like, flying a plane? Let's talk about flying a plane. Okay, you're the pilot flying the plane, and all of a sudden you get Windows is configuring updates, or your Mac needs to restart. Like, no, we, we, we can't have that. That's not a thing. Okay. The process must continue. The process takes priority. Cool. So, let me give you an analogy for IT versus OT. And we're going to go with cars. And what happens is. In a car, you have common components, okay? We have wheels, we have a steering wheel, we have a windshield, you have a chassis, you have a seat. And that's for an everyday commute car, for an everyday human being. Let's compare that with a race car. Race car also has wheels, also has a steering wheel, also has a driver's seat, also has a windshield. But all the design, and all the maintenance around it are completely different. Completely different. And that's because the goal of the driver in both scenarios is different. One is maximum speed for a short or for the race period. One's fully aerodynamic at whatever cost. The other one's for comfort. Lack of noise. The other one doesn't care about the noise as long as it's fast. You understand? So Hopefully this example is a little bit clearer. In, in, when you go to a car example versus a race car, why they design different parts of the car, and what's important to one driver to, 
versus the other one, it actually completely changes the design of the car, even though there are common parts. So bringing that to the IT versus OT world, like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, there's common components, which are your typical IT components, networks, switches, routers, servers, PCs, all sorts of computing components. And then we've defined that their goals are completely different. One is process, one is information. This is why how you design the system and not only the system itself, but the cybersecurity of the system completely differently. Right, completely differently. And that is a good thing. Because now we can actually tackle the problem. If you, thought, if you go, um, if you understand the theme of this show so far, everything's been about reclassifying your, uh, identifying the problems. The problem of the equation changes, right? The harder part is always asking the right questions. There are heaps of cybersecurity solutions for IT systems, and why haven't they worked in the uh, industry so far, in all of the utility industries? Because we're not asking the right question. We need to be looking at it from an OT system, reclassify, re-understand those goals, and then apply cybersecurity solutions to that context. Okay, Aristotle 101, classification. How to classify problems and then how to analyze it and think. Okay, what are your known variables? What do you actually know about your problem? Okay, the better you get at this kind of mindset. So this is a, a great example in the uh, modern modern uh, technology field uh, that has come up. This IT and OT classification and understanding the differences and why because it has helped industry move forward in how to address uh, this problem. Good engineering, guys, good engineering, okay? Redefining your questions, understanding where you're starting from, define your I know this, and you come up with better solutions, magic. So hopefully you get some value out of this. Think about how you can apply this to your real life maybe there's a problem you've been hacking at a certain idea and you go and you made the conclusion that this problem should be solved the same as this problem because it has these eight common things just like this car problem should be solved by that car problem because they both have wheels and a steering wheel no what are the goals of the driver of that car what is its purpose and it might be slightly different and that actually does change the equation don't get caught up in but it's a car still all cars need spoilers no they don't all right rephrase rethink um, and you'll be better for it when you problem solve um, as always so uh, we on the facebook page we're going to be start we'll do some shout outs if you if you leave comments on the episode links um, we'll do shout outs for the people there there are quite a few people now following the uh, facebook page so jump on there if you want to join in on the conversation head over to sariodev.com for more information and if you like this at all share it with your friends share it with an upcoming engineer maybe they need to get a head start on some of the things that we're talking about in industry right now maybe they're confused about what do i do in my engineering career am i making the right choice this is the place to go to understand that hey everything's happening now it's really cool stuff it's really exciting stuff um engineering is definitely the place to be 
I would recommend it. And if you have any doubts, hit me up. We can discuss that. Um, good luck with all your side projects. Um, please subscribe, like it, whatever it is, share it. It helps the podcast and it helps the conversations and I can target all the topics that you would want to know. Uh, thanks again.